Today is June 9th. The Yankees go to Minnesota. The starting pitchers go cold, but some cold bats get hot. Let's talk Yanks. You would think I practice that. Talking Yanks with old John Boy. John Boy and Jake. Recaps galore. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, presented to you by Seat Geek. My name is Jimmy. His name is Jake, and we got BBD in the corner. It's a late night record session. Eleven fifty-one on the East Coast, seven forty start times. I don't like you, Jake. I like you. How are you, James? BBD. Uh, tell the Rangers fans that needed a Yankees comeback tonight. Uh, otherwise, there'd be some sad, sad people. Oh, Susan. Um, Dude, it almost doesn't even feel like a comeback. I'm good. Yeah, I mean, there's a twin side of this that's, like, twisted that I almost don't want to feed you because you're in a little bit of a loopy mood right now that you're if we start mood. going twins D-bag crew, like, there's some clips that I don't think we could come back from, dog. Like, if we went full twins right now... Like, I think they'd live forever. Twins are a good team. Yeah. Yes. Maybe don't spend your whole time prepping for Cole and forget that other other pitchers exist. Yeah. We'll just take him out. Yeah. They overplayed their hand, dude. Like, slow down on Cole and put up 10, and then you have a better shot. You get to seven, we just take him out, bring Litke in. They didn't even know he was on the team. Fucking crushed him. The they had no idea who Lucas Litke was. No. Mustache Lucas Litke. Mustache you about Lucas Litke. Who looks better tonight? Lucas Litke with the mustache, no hair, or Garrett Cole, full hair, no mustache. What do you mean? Their pitches? It's a, you sounded like you saw Cole in, his, Cole in his postgame, and it wasn't like a vibe. It wasn't a vibe, no. I'm not going to go. I'm not, I like Cole. I'm not going to detail it much further, but I, something like his face looked like it was on the wrong side of his head. It was a weird look. Okay. Like, it would look like it was like this. Yeah. Like his whole face was a giant cheek. Yeah. If you were to Photoshop this part of my face and then put it here. That's what it kind of looked like. I know you're not the biggest Harry Potter guy, um, no. and I'll rope everyone in with this, but yeah, one of the one of the seasons of Harry Potter, there's a guy that has like Voldemort on the back of his head, and maybe that's a comparison we can use. No, I don't think so. Okay, me either. I think it was Lupin. Sounds Good off try. in the comments. Good try. Dude, the comments are on you right now. I think you suck. <laughs> See, this is why I got us away from the twins. I'd rather take that than a twins quote that lives forever. Yankees. Passing the fucking news, man. Yankees win two out of three, and it's like, come on, twins. Dude, this series was almost the Yankees 
doing the the Joker come on and hit me scene. Like, come on. This like, series do it. was through like, the Yankees. We want you to kill us. Break your code, Batman. And the Yankees are like, no, we're just gonna do the same thing we always do. So this win. series was they basically drove to the Midwest, got put in a tornado, and then drove back, and we have no idea what's what right now. The starting pitching's bad. Yeah. Gallo and Hicks are good. This series we will look back on and say this was a bizarro one. Um, the starting pitching, uh, I don't, I'm fine with. Like, I'm almost happy for everyone. Like, I've got this weird, like, Nestor and Tyone were due. Cole, I'm like a masochist about. Like, if he does good, I love it. If he does bad, I love it too. Like, I've got a weird, sick thing with Cole that I need to address with the people I talk to. Yeah, because that gets put on me more than it gets and put on you. And then that gets put on this, you. And maybe he's same, got a lot same, going on. Dude, we share the same sentiment. Sack's emotional. And, and so does Joe's. And so does my mom. And, like, everybody that has honest conversations with right. me about Yankees fandom yeah. has the same feelings on call. Right. But then it's just it, the comments are just, Jimmy hates call. Jimmy hates call. I'm like, dude, everyone kind of does that I talk to. I'm both sides in it. Yeah, and you dude, love him because he's good. Joe's has been kind of messed up since the surgery. He's lost a lot of weight. He's emotional. It's, uh, you know, T's and P's yeah. with Joe's. Um, it's most emotional. The Hicks and Gallo, yeah. I mean, that's uh, either like they're chopping up the DVD at the end of the year and they're laughing about, should we put this in? Or, you know, that Gallo MVP candidacy out of nowhere. Most valuable person. Most valuable person. His mother gives it to him every year. <laughs> Why'd you laugh? Because you were holding it a laugh. No, I wasn't. I, I had to sneeze. I had to sneeze. You were smiling. <laughs> Those fake sneeze. I've got a bitch in fake sneeze, so don't even come well, at but me. But like you, you hold your nose on your real sneezes, so it's kind of like you, if you let rip, you know it's fake. If you're someone at home... Before we get into these burns, and you're having trouble having your penis sneeze into your significant other, go get Roman. Um, erectile dysfunction's nothing to joke about. That's why we don't joke about it on here. 52% of guys 40 to 70, happy 51st birthday to Chris Rose, um, experience erectile dysfunction. Did you say 40 to 70? 40 to 70, age 40 to 70. So what happens when you turn 71? It just starts working again or it falls off. 71, the percentages fly. Percentages are nuts. Go back up. That's why nursing homes are full of STDs, right? Go to GetRoman.com slash Yanks and you'll speak to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional about erectile dysfunction. And if it's for you, you'll get $15 off your first month of treatment. Uh... I mean, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to compare it to something. If you're Garrett Cole and you find out you're tipping your pitches, would you rather would you rather address it and try to solve a problem, or would you rather not have sex with your spouse again? Go to getroman.com/yanks today, and if you're prescribed, you get fifteen dollars off your first month of ED treatment. Make sure you have the confidence. And control. Those are two good pitching things. Be Roman ready. Get your bonus up. Let's do it. Let's burn game one. Y B U.
Burn, Jakey Burn. The Yankees head out to beautiful Minnesota to face the Twins and like walking at the beach at night. Cole Sands on the bump versus future $100 million man, Jamison Tyone. Top one, supersize me, Aaron Judge and his big friend. Hit me with the music, Junkalo. Let the rhythm take you over, Junkalo. Tequiero, three-run leads. Kepler and Polanco add two, but they don't have the same fortitude as AL MVP Aaron Judge makes it four to two. DJ26 with a new hit song called Walk. <laughs> RBI, Yanks have five, but Twins have four. Jamo's day was a little drunk. Four innings pitch, four earned runs, but these are the New York Yankees Riz in my pants three run homer Trevino and Joey send them to the gallows as the Yanks go Jamo to Licky to Wandy to Marinaccio Yankees win copy 10-4 final wow good burn good burn hey hey you six minutes Six, six minutes ago. Hey, hey, hey. Can you hear me? I We've got you, dog. Six minutes, seven minutes ago. Yes, Network posted the call video. Can you go confirm what I was saying about his face? Okay. I'm going to go to my Twitter. Talking Shh. Jake. Shh. Uh, 79.8K follows. Oh. <laughs> oh, BBD made a screech. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah Let's yeah, see yeah. if this confirms your whole Professor Lupin theory that you were talking about before. <laughs> That's not a good look. It's Tough, not a right? good look. It looks worn out. <laughs> <laughs> wrong size head, wrong size body. It looks like the shower was too hot and kind of just melted him. The hair was a miss. Dude, maybe. I don't want to be this guy and make it serious because it's been a serious episode. Like, that looks like a guy that's torn up that he had a really bad start. Maybe. It's just off. Like, that looks it's, like a guy that obsesses about pitching. Check. That had it, a really bad if start. If it was a sitcom and his sleazy, like, twin brother came to town yes. that no one ever heard of before, that's yes. what that guy looks like. All right. Ferret Cole. Ha, ha, ha. You're laughing rude. at the idea of a guy named Ferret? That was rude of you to call him that. Now I'm laughing at you. If someone introduced themselves to you with the name Ferret, you wouldn't be able to hold it together. No. Yeah. That, I mean, that's the name of a rodent. So yeah. I think that's fair on my part. If I met a ferret, I would just I would just go, <laughs> Ferret? <laughs> you say Ferret? Uh, Judge Homer, uh, DJ Single, Judge yeah. Homer, bad start for Cole Sands, and then Stan Homer's after that. But then Tyone gets got, man. I mean, double, single, line out. They did pick him off. I mean, it's first. funny in hindsight. I mean, compared to Tyone's competition this series, he did pretty good. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, this was this was like a shock at first. Four innings, four earned. I think it was their first time since, like, May 14th. The starter didn't go five, which was like, there were times last year that was, like, the goal. Yeah. Like, pitching path to victory, we'd be eyeing four innings easily. Um, so, yeah, a little bit bizarro land, but bullpen holds, which becomes a little bit of theme. 
And uh, yeah, and the, and we get deep into their bullpen, bullpen a little bit. Like they threw Duffy, they threw McGill, and as you can tell, there's a comeback coming up later in this series that their bullpen can't do much. So maybe that all is part of it. They don't pinch hit anyone. They don't pinch run anyone. They don't defensive replace anyone. The bullpen decisions are Litke to Wandy to Ron. So there's not much like on the coaching to talk about here. Who's the last pitcher? Ron. I'm going just Ron. I understand. Because that's not how you picture Ron Marinaccio. You forget the name's Ron. No, Marinaccio is a pretty good everyone, picture, everyone pictures him yeah. as a Mikey. He's got a good jawline. I just go jaw. You see him and you think that guy's first name is probably something like Mikey. I might call him jaw when I see him. Don't do it. He's not going to like that. Gallo plays right field. Stan DHs. Noted. Hicks plays. And uh, I'll eat some crow. I was like, play Glaber. I uh, I still agree with play Glaber. Uh, Keep him going. Get him going. Like, we're happy with what Glaber's doing, but he's still not having a a good season on the whole yet. Right, so like right. keep them out there, keep them going. Um, but they want to get Hicks and Gallo going and, and Hey, it works. Um, they combine for four hits in the game. So I will, uh, pull down my sword. Your sword is down for now. Um, yeah, I mean, for the twins, you mentioned some of their bullpen. I was surprised when, uh, A, they busted out another Cano, and it's like, baseball, you need to communicate better with people. Like, if there's a guy with a unique, famous name, and then someone else has that name, you kind of got to let baseball know. Uh, so seeing a Cano come out of the bullpen, that was surprising. He actually did a decent job. This was funny. I was getting a lot of tweets because we did our midweek episode and I talked about how Judge's only weakness this year was change-ups. And he struck out on a change-up, and people were kind of mad at me. And I was like, sorry, I'm an analytics guy. Didn't he also hit a home run on Cole Sands' change-up? I saw some people tweet that. They say the pitch was a fastball, which I think is just confusing for Cole Sands because no one really knows like what he throws. Like His fastball and change-up are the same speed. It's really weird. Oh, kind of a Zach Granke thing. Yeah. That is weird. Uh, Cano's last name isn't Cano, if that makes it better for you. I mean, a little bit, but, like, it's also one of those things where, not even in a rude way, but someone in baseball was really good with that last name that if you have the same letters, we're going to call you Cano. Well, you think Jose Cano had to be updated when, when, when Robbie came? His dad? Yeah. I mean, this Cano kind of reminded me of his dad because he was so roped up. Yeah, but this Cano's from Cuba. All right. And his actual name is... You have cousins in Ireland, no? Yenier Cano Baines. Sure his name false. is Cousins. Uh, you'd have to go more in detail there because they're like... I don't have to go uh, anywhere, dude. Yeah, second cousins once removed. So you have cousins in Ireland. Cousins, yes. Okay. This ties into game three a little more. Uh, well, let's do game two first. Well, no, because it ties into this bullpen conversation. The Twins do have one bullpen option out of their bullpen this year that is supposed to be a difference maker. We didn't see him until game three, and the Yankees got to him too. So if you're the Twins, you're just like, I'm sad. Yeah, I mean, I, did they think they were going to win? Like, that's an honest question. 
when they were up 7-3, I do think Minnesota Twins fans thought they were going to It was to the win. second inning, man. They've been up on the Yankees a bunch. Like, a bunch. Like, this isn't, this isn't even the rarest comeback. In the last five years, I think this is, would rank not even in the top three. Maybe it's the third. Like, I didn't think so. Time out. Text from, this is not a joke. Text from Zach Esposito. I'm so emotional. About what? I just asked him. Damn, man. So I don't know if he's watching the episode live. I don't know. Maybe he had a bad frittata for lunch or something, but that kind of stuff shakes you up. Oh, my God. Litke looks like a cop. Yes. He looks like a nice Friendly neighborhood cop whose kids wear. He brings his kids. Brings his kids around. While like, he's working as a cop. And in, like, in a good way. People he's like He's the cop in the movie. All town cop. That the other cops tell him, like, dude, you should be taking bribes. Yes. Like, we all take bribes. And he's yeah. like, no, I'm just here to serve, man. That is, yeah. I just, just love the town. Screen. This, I mean, it's just he's that dude's a cop. Okay, you've, you've okay. given out awards based on people looking like cops. Mike Ford. Yeah, he's the last recipient. Mm, okay, Mike Ford looked like a cop. I mean, he was a cop. That guy was a cop. That guy was in the dugout in a cop uniform and then took an at bat. <laughs> All right, let's burn game two. Wait, what? I'm always pretty jealous of the. Well, no, let me take it back. I'm a little jealous, but I'm always happy for the police officers that are, like, in the dugouts and stuff. I think it's pretty cool. The guy that uh, didn't like that cat. We met him. Oh, my God. Yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. Nice guy. Nice guy. Mm-hmm. All right. Just to the next game, Jake. Shout out to Sonny. <laughs> All right. I have a, I have a What's that cartoon that your friends say is really good, but you never take the time to watch? Old friend Chris Archer on the bump for many. And what's in store for them? Nestor as Cortez toes the rubber. The machine DJ LeMayhew sack fly. Yanks put up one, but the twins put up eight. Nestor's first night not being nasty. Clark Schmidt's the bed. Tough day for G in right field. Hey, Banuelos. Yankees lose 8-1 final. Did you say about Banuelos being there? Hey! Like, happy for him. He goes too shutty again. Was the run that scored Clark's? Yeah, Clark Clark and Nestor both had four Ernie's. Not talking I mean, about my guy Austin's dad, whose name is Manny, I mean, Benuelos walked single, which a run scored, but it's not his. Not yeah. his. Hey, they get to Nestor. Yeah. What are you going to do? Hopefully it's a blip and it, he goes right back. I think he will, because even in this, he threw like some nice pitches mixed around the ones that got hit. Twins are the second best offense in the AL uh, OPS plus wise. So it's not like there's some 
rollover team with the bats, like they're a good lineup that can damage you if you're not having your A stuff. So it makes sense. You, you'd like to see the pitching not all crumble against the first time they play uh, a top-tier offense, you know? Like now I'm very interested to see when they play the Astros and some of these other like like upper, upper echelon as, as of sure. right now offenses. But, I mean, Nestor... He's fine. Yeah, I mean, I guess who's the who's the best offense we've seen before? This Toronto. Yeah, but they're kind of weird. I think they read out they read out decently. A lot of righties, kind of like old Yankee vibes, a little bit. Yeah, they feel pitchable at times. A little bit. Um Yeah, I'm let's let's be honest, dude. You said it at the top. It's probably the best thing that's been said this whole episode, besides all your Harry Potter references, is that we don't know what to do with this series so far. Like Yanks take two out of three. Our it was a reverse series. It's a bizarro world. Our starters, who have been so good, got rocked, and our offense kind of got saved by Hicks and Gallo. So like uh I have the Yanks played the Mariners? The Yankees have not played the Mariners yet. So they're top 10 offense right now in the AL. It's Yankees, Twins, Jays, Mariners, Astros. But it's subject to change because everything's going pretty fast. We're going to label it subject to change. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this, this series either gets marked as an asterisk, which if you're a betting person, the, the heavy favorite would, would be that. You'd bet that the starting pitching would bounce back because they've been really good. And you'd bet that Hicks and Gallo aren't going to carry the team the rest of the year because they've been one of the team's biggest problems leading up to this point. So, hey, who knows? It's baseball. But, yeah, I mean, Bizarro World stuff, what are you seeing right now? Tell me it's not more Cole videos. It's not. No, someone in the chat said that they're a Twins fan, Tom Snyder. He was at the game, never felt safe. And I think a lot of Yankees fans, they, it was just too early. Like, it was the third inning, and it wasn't that much of a lead. I don't know. I Like, truly, I don't think... People th- thought it was going to be a route. I, I think when you're 7-3 heading into the fifth, a lot of Twins fans thought they had a chance to win that game. That It was that. It was four runs. It's only four runs into the fifth? Yeah. Never felt like it. Because they were just hitting them. And then they went to the bullpen. I don't know. Right. But Cole's bad. Well, that's game three. Nestor gets lit up. Clark Schmidt's more disappointing than Nestor here because I, I, I think it's... Becoming a thing. Clark? Yeah. This was low-key, high-key, a big outing for Clark Schmidt. Um, Three outings in a row now, giving up an earned run. Because everything we're talking about with the Twins, like, we we have owned them. We've been their daddy. Like, what, whatever phrase you want to use. Um, and if Clark Schmidt holds and looks good, like, the Yankees lick their chops and the Twins get the shakes in their legs. That didn't happen. Uh, by the way, if Aaron Judge is playing right field this game, <laughs> I think a lot of different stories are told. Big G had a tough night. Tough night. Some of the balls were placed like just right at the fringe. Comedy show. Comedy like, show. Like, like it would be like if your coach was hitting you BP or shagging balls, you'd be like, Coach, stop hitting them. Like 
right on the fringe of my abilities. <laughs> like, yeah. Right, right where I can make an effort to get to it, but there, I can't get it. And I do think Judge gets to him and other right fielders get to him, and it didn't look good. No. Nah, I, if that, if it, clearly, if that was Gallo out there or Clint, I would be, like, all over it. It just didn't. It looked like not a guy playing outfield. It was no, bizarre. It, it was the embodiment, because, I mean, Gallo's look better in right field. I, I think two of those balls he gets to, like, it, it was the embodiment of, like, it's the reason why baseball fans, you know, I, I wouldn't say you and I are the two most religious cats you'll ever meet. I believe in baseball gods and, like, show the Giancarlo highlights from this game to believe in them. Because, I mean, that pop-up to Rizzo, or the one that falls between Rizzo and Stanton, I think Rizzo has the best chance at that ball, which is a really tough play. But Stanton is such a competitor that he's almost like, I've made mistakes on previous balls. I got to take a chance on this one. And then that falls in. It, it was a, uh, yeah, I, it was a baseball God show. And then Hicks has another one that, I mean, that would have been a really nice play, but, you know, it tying it into everything previously that had happened, you start viewing it that way. So, yeah, it, it was tough. And, you know, you, me, Joes, we were texting and, a little bit snobby Yankee fans as we improved to 41 and 16 tonight. But, you know, some of the overlying questions of this season, you know, watching Stanton play that inning in right field was kind of like a catch your breath. Giancarlo Stanton can play the outfield and he makes the routine stuff look very routine, which ain't bad. But the plus plays, I mean, kind of aren't even an option, which come October... You want that in the back. We've seen Stan make some plus plays this year. A couple. Couple jumpers, but not not range. Not no, range. No, but, but you don't need range to play right field at Yankee Stadium. But we also seen him make plays with his arm, too. Right. This was, this was, like, not... It was, like, Space Jam bizarre. Give me another day to see him in right field. And if it looks nothing like that, I completely just throw that out. I texted this to you and Joe's, and I'll, I'll say it on the podcast. Right field at Yankee Stadium, left field at Fenway, and left field in Houston, which, by the way, pretty important places that Stan can play. Mm -hmm. Jimmy, I, I love Giancarlo Stan. I've said it on this podcast a lot. Do you know what he is in sprint speed this year? Well, I mean, I don't think he's sprinted yet, so low. The sprint speed is a for guys that don't run. Like I think Judge is is pretty low this year too because he admittedly doesn't run early in the season. Judge is kind of all right. Judge is like fifty percentile, kind of where he's where he's been the past couple. Oh, no, that's years. not him. Judge used to be in like the seventies. I think he was like eighty one year. He's thirty now. Like twenty twenty, he was forty seventh. Like he's last year, he was he was he a little twenty. He didn't play in twenty. He had like ten games. Um. Stan's third. 2019, Judge was 80. I mean, he admittedly told everyone he's not going to run anymore ever full speed until, like, the end of the year. So I think Stan's doing the same thing. Right, but, I mean, 30 is also a lot different than 26. I think you and I have felt that as well. Like, Stan, Stan does not have the range that almost all other major league outfielders have. It's almost not a discussion. Um the stuff he can get to, he looks really good. 
He looks really good, but we we saw it today, or we saw it in this game that he kind of got put through the torture chamber a little bit. It was also his first time in right field. Yeah, like yeah, first weeks. time back, and those balls were hit wild. I'm not like I'm not if it, if it, if we see it again soon, I will put a lot of stock into it. If the next two times in right field he doesn't, because I've never seen him look like that all year. He hasn't looked like that. That was fucking weird. I will completely throw it out. All right. Minnesota trips are like London trips. When the Yankees go to Minnesota, you have to take it as they're playing a game in London or they're playing a Field of Dreams game. Like it's just quirky. Weird stuff happens. There's wind. That's what they kept saying. The wind is really right. taking all these balls over his head. He's misjudging. There's weird comebacks. There's like collisions, guys running into each other and then like pass balls galore. Like the kinder fluffa in this game. They give a hit on a fucking the most routine play of all time, a ground ball between his legs, and they ruled it a hit. It's just you just have to like throw it out like this is an event, not a baseball game. Right. I I mean, you're a big time reduce risk guy. And I just think if if there's a if there's a rangy play in the outfield come October and stands out there, I think Yankee fans would be kicking themselves. So we'll see. We'll see. I I hope it's maybe we put it with the asterisk like everything else this series, but uh, I don't know. I think we all know. I think any other outfielder would prefer to have in right field, Judge Gallo Hicks. Yeah. Yeah, but who are you going to put in center? Judge or Hicks or Gallo? In the postseason, you want Hicks, Judge, Gallo? Someone. All right. In center field? What's the question? Well, if you're saying you want Judge and Wright, who's going to play center in on your postseason lineup? Well, either Judge could be... Like, Gallo could be in right, Judge could be in center, Hicks could be in right, Judge could be in center. Like, you got options. Will you have Hicks and Gallo both playing? They could. There could also be a trade piece. You could trade for a left fielder. Like, I I just, you know, stand defensively to say he's going to be one of our best options in the outfield come October. Don't get me wrong. I think there's some potential for death lineups, but defensively, there's not an argument for it. Yeah, I'd, I'd put him in right field. I just... Uh, and Yankee Stadium, I put him in right field. Sure. When the other games won't be in right field. And Yankees. Yeah. Stadium. I mean, I think you gave an award earlier this season for being like, this dude's an athlete. Look at the plays he's making in right. I like him playing regularly. In the, I told you, right field at Yankee Stadium, which we agree on. There's never been a discussion yeah. outside of that. Left field at Fenway. Left field at Houston. Important places to play. That's where I started the whole conversation. But in rangy outfields, like we saw in Minnesota, I, I, you're going to run into problems. I agree. I mean, I, don't, you know, I agree. I just we just need other outfielders then, because I don't. I'm not running Hicks and Gallo out there in the postseason if that, and and then that means Donaldson, Carpenter, whoever else, got to be on the bench. Right. So, other things will have to come into place. Bongo. Yeah. Yeah, what was up with that Colin Kiner's ball uh, hit? Keeping his trade value up. Told you guys. Yankees slipped oh. the scorekeeper a hundo. 
paying the twin scorekeeper? Why wouldn't you? One of the more bizarre reversals. If you could explain it any other way, how would you? It would be the twins paying to get that guy. Twins hit. paying. Those are the those are literally the only two reasons you could come up with. But it's just insane that they watched the replay and then changed it. It had decision. nothing to do with the replay. It had to do with money changing hands. Well, I'm saying, but that's how they present it. It's like, oh, we went back and looked at that. Because it was, I mean, credit to Ruko and Flaherty not being biased. They're like, that's as routine as it gets. Yeah. (laughs) It was. It really was. It's bizarre. All right, let's go to game number three. Like a really weird gag gift, a rubber match. As Yankees sneak good hair flow pitcher Garrett Cole as he grabs the pill for New York, they try to not get slaughtered by Dylan Ted Bundy for the Twins. Speaking of murdered, oh, Garrett, five home runs off the Yankees ace, question mark? Garrett got sent to the Joey Gallows. He's pal Joey, but it's 7-3, Twins. He's pal Joey. Joey two times. Hits his second homer. DJ 26 with a new hit song. Solo dong. This Hicks. This Hicks. Impossible. Big Hicks. He ties it up at seven. Rizzo with the game-leading RBI single. Hicks again. And then the wild pitch. Oh, Gary. It's 10 Seven Yanks in the bullpen. Hold. Cole to Licky to Castro to Wandy to King to Holmes. The Yankees win 10-7 final as they take two out of three from the Minnesota Twins. Yanks win, never doubt. Gallo double homer, Hicks bunch of hits. Gary Passball, just never doubt. Gary Passball was tough. What you gonna do? Dylan Bundy's thick. Yeah. Yeah. I hope he doesn't know about me. Uh, He doesn't care, dude. Yeah, he doesn't have any, like, real social media, so I think I'm good. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six, five... Of the top six Yankees hitters had two plus hits. Well, two hits, I'll be honest, but <laughs> still a cool stat nowadays. You don't see that a lot. Yeah. yeah Susan. What's Bundy's final line here? Uh, sucks ass. <laughs> four innings pitch, four runs. And then they got to earn run off every reliever until they brought in, you know, Yenier Cano in. Yeah. So. What you going to do? going to do with all that junk. Yeah, I mean, so we talk about some of the Yankees twins dynamics and big brother to the umpteenth degree. Duran, man, like this kid's like supposed to be special, like 24 years old, throws a bucko two, and for the Yankees to add him to the mix. That's where if I was a twins fan, like I think I'd be like, I would be on my back porch just sitting, like no music, 
Just like yeah. listening to the grasshoppers and frogs. Just like, I don't know. If, I, if I've got to spend 30 more years watching baseball, is this what I want to do? <laughs> to, to like, they're, they got to Cole, which is right. more impressive, you know, or worrisome than a, a kind of a rookie pitcher facing this lineup for the first time. Yeah. I mean, they fucking destroyed Cole. Yeah. They hit, like, every pitch. And they hit every pitch hard. It was three home runs and four pitches. Yeah. Arias, Buxton, Correa. Yeah. Their first three hitters. Yeah. They, yeah. And, and like, that's impressive. If even if Cole told them what's coming to do that. Yeah. But he, no, he, I mean, he wasn't tipping. I don't know if anyone's saying that, but he was just like, he was, it was awful looking. Yeah. Like, it looked like, Cole, if he was a video game, all of his numbers, you hit some like some like spell in the game that just dropped him halfway. Mm. Like it was maybe the worst slider I've ever seen out of his hands. And then and then he like the Buxton home run is literally a blitz ball curveball where you just like try to loop it. Right. He just looked I don't know what he said. I don't think it was tipping. He like it. It looked bad, like, and that's what kind of John and players like. Just you don't have the stuff. Yeah, no, the I mean the Larnack Homer. That's back to video games. If that was in a video game, you'd almost be mad at the video game for like putting that graphic in because you're like nobody hits a home run that hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Larnack goes four forty one on you. Um, yeah, they hit everything. They got you know. They put two changeups in play, one knuckle curve, three cutters, three sliders, and three fastballs. So, like, there's nothing stinky about the the. Usually, that stuff is where you would find some answers. Right. But I, I didn't see anyone saying. I don't know if he was tipping, but interested to awful. see where 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 Cole ends up landing on it. Um, looked good in his presser. Yankees come back down four. Yeah, again, down four with a lot of innings to play, and they had scored in two of four innings already. Like, they scored in two of the first four, and they were down four. So it, it just, I mean, we've seen this a lot, and I, you just can't count this team out. It seemed imminent uh, mm. watching it. And then once they got to their pen, it was immediate, basically. So... Yeah. Yeah, he's in the Twins, man. The Yankees are really good, and the Twins pitching is not that good, and it happened. I mean, and Judge missed a home run by two inches. Boy, yeah. Yankees and the Twins. This was they pinch, the Yankees. Hit, they pinch hit Stanton for Trevino. Yep. He walked. Then they uh, pinch ran Higgy. Hilarious. Higgy uh, giggling on his way out. Yeah. Pinch run as the third trail runner. Full full day in the night for Giancarlo Stanton. Stand there for a couple pitches and leave. Good job, kid. Yeah. That's good. Uh, and then bullpen, man. I mean, Litke goes 2.1. And then Castro, uh, 1.1, and he looked really nasty. Wandy. King and Holmes. Really good to see King get back to looking like that. A little zip on his pitch. 
A little zipperoo. Donaldson with the nice play outside of his two strikeouts. But, yeah, I mean, I... Jim, I could even see us talking about the bullpen more when it gets to awards that are brought to us by Manscaped. What do you do to your downstairs mix-up these days, Jim? Braids and little beads. Rasta. It is a look, and if your father uh, isn't into that, maybe you should get them Manscaped. Father's Day is just flash. she is. Yours or? No, his own. His own. Own. Manscaped. They have their performance package 4.0, uh, which comes with the lawnmower 4.0. Math pod, we figured that out. Uh, it's a perfect bundle to tack any and all old man hair from head to toe. I've got some of that coming in, I'll be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> go to Manscaped. Dot com and use code YANKS. You get 20% off plus free shipping. It looks good on a dad bod. I'm speaking from experience there. They're boxers. Here's my pitch. BBD and Jimmy wear them a lot. I'm not smart enough to commit to things. I wear them when I travel. They're my travel boxers, which means they're comfortable, which means I should probably commit more to them. But I've got my own issues. I've got them on right now. You'll have less issues with their 4.0 package because you get the weed whacker for ear and nose hair, the crop reviver toner, mm-hmm. your crop preserver ball deodorant, and the boxer briefs with the travel bag. I use that travel bag every day. Just hates it. Why don't you use? Why don't you take yourself out of the travel bag? I don't know because I'm going to travel at some point. I might as well keep it in the travel bag. Just why are you fighting? Why haven't you been home in three weeks? Go to manscaped.com and use code YANKS, 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. That's code YANKS. Shake what your mama gave you. Nah, shake what your daddy gave you. Manscaped. <laughs> Good stuff, man. Thank Good you. Stuff. A lot Good of stuff. that was in the ad read. <laughs> I know. I know. I knew that last one was. Take your stuff out of that travel bag. Start living at home, you know? Set down some roots. travel a ton. <laughs> and it's just like a toothbrush in my deodorant. So, like... Just saying, live where, live where your feet are, man. Dude, my feet are there when they're there. Okay. Let's get to the second half of the show, which is awards. Buxton just took his slider deep, if anyone also has Yes Network on. And now, Correa is about to foul one off and then go deep... The, the slider to Buxton's hilarious. They just didn't think he was going to swing. Please don't it, swing. Please don't swing. And then he just, he like crushed it. And Correa crushes this one too. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. The swimming song. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. Jake, you get to go first. Really? Yep. Can I tell you something? Yeah. There are options. On the board. I have one that I'm going to take. I think I'm going to take the guy you're going to take. Uh, this is an easy one for me. My pride of the Yankees is Lucas Litke. Nope, not the guy I was going to take. James, the Yankees won two baseball games this series. The first and third games of the series. The bread games of the sandwich as we talk about them on Talking Baseball. 
Jameson Tyone, four innings, four in runs. Okay. The Yankees were still in that game. It was 5-4. Lucas Lickie comes out for 1.2 innings and holds the Minnesota Twins as the Yankees start to blow the game open. Today, the rubber match of the series. Garrett Cole gets lit up. 2.17 Ernie's. Again, Earn runs, not my friend Austin's dad, Ernie. Lucas Litke comes in. He throws the same amount of innings as Garrett Cole, 2.1. But he allows zero earned runs to allow the Yankees to stay in this game and come back. Maybe I'm a little too attached to Brendan Cuddy's article about the championship belt and how the Yankees have been using it the past couple years. But without Lucas Litke... We'd be talking about a Minnesota Twins sweep, and then there'd be a whole thing. Oh, the Twins are these are are these a new Twins team? Are they? Do they? Oh, they handled the Yankees. Is this the year? Uh, instead, it's literally the same old Twins. No one cares. Uh, and the Yankees take two out of three. Lucas Lickey, after being ignored for chunks of this season, comes up huge. My God. Good stuff, Lucas. Guess how many swings and misses he got in the game 14. tonight? Fourteen. Fourteen? Yeah. <laughs> would have been nuts. Zero. That would have been like one of the biggest starts of the year. Yeah, would have been. I mean, not even a start. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. Now he got zero swings and misses. So you're more impressed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone tweeted at me. No, my dad texted me about Cole, and he was like. Go back to nibbling. <laughs> it was just center cut, center cut, everything. He didn't mean yeah. to text you that. He was talking, he was texting your nephews across the table and they were, they weren't chewing well. Oh, I thought you were going to say he was texting his pet rat. He said you made him laugh when you told Hoke that he was a good lover. Yeah, you know, I didn't, I knew it was risky going there, but I mean, it's Hoke, dude. He's kind of our guy. Hoke played it beautifully. He said, I got two kids. Yeah, evidence. All right, I'm gonna give out my award if you yes. if you will allow me. Who you got, I mean, kid? Uh, I thought this was a Jneb brainer, it's Aaron Hicks. What are you guys looking at? Don't worry about it. Aaron Hicks, five forty five average, six fifteen on base percentage, gets six hits, uh, throws a runner out, two hits in game one. Two hits in game two. Two hits in game three. Throws the runner out. Hits a home run and throws a runner out. The injury that he's coming back from is tough. Uh, I don't think it's his throwing arm, but two like big question marks that at least now he gets more breathing room to answer them is, can he hit for power? I mean, he had not all season. And even in this series, some of those early hits were like, one was a review they got wrong. And somewhere are some infield dribblers, but then they hit for power and to throw eye opening. So now it's like, oh, okay. Like maybe getting Hicks going was nice. Uh, I don't know where it ends. I think a great fourth outfielder, um, defensive replacement option, or, you know, replacement as a switch hitter, blah, blah. blah. But I'm, I am uh, extending leash, eating some crow. Maybe it was worthwhile to get him hot. Let's see what this leads to. Aaron Hicks, Jim. Uh, 
was going to get talked about this episode. Um, and I think if it got to awards and there is a chance I was going to talk about Aaron Hicks, I would have given something along the lines of the Stop Talking About Rizzo Award. Because, Jim, we're entering a fishy little area where Aaron Hicks had a really good April and now he's having a really good June after having as bad of a May as a baseball player can have. Um, coming into today in the seven games of June, he was hitting 409, 519, and 928 OPS. And that was before his performance today where Aaron Hicks went uh, two for five with three RBI and a home run. So Aaron Hicks might be duping us and pulling in every other month. Uh, it's just his other month happened to be one of the worst months of baseball a lot of Yankee fans have watched in a long time. Mm-hmm. It's true. That throw, that throw did make a lot of true Yankee fans go, oh. So what's like, this about, dude? Yeah, but honestly, so what is that about? And what was the last couple whatever's about? Because I think it came, I think we registered 97 miles per hour, which still isn't the 104 hicks from previous years, but that's Here's a good young. toss. That's a good toss, dude. It was. And, and you know the scouting report is just run on him because that wasn't a good time to run. Like no. that was you, that was, you only send that runner if you think the outfielder sucks. Yes. And it turns out Hicks did the throw that is good, didn't suck, and he was dead. Minnesota Hicks, man. He's my pride. It's a good one. Thanks, man. Appreciate All right, it. All right, dude. You on to Yankee MFR? You Yankee motherfucker. That's the next one. And I go first. You do. And, dude. I mean, you like oh. giving this out anyway. You're kind oh. of a bastard. This is my favorite part of the show. Yeah. <laughs> Every show. My favorite part of the show. I get to rip into one of these guys. <laughs> <laughs> this team that I grew up obsessed with and now I spend my life talking about, I get to pick one of the players that is the ultimate competitor and just lay into them. Yes, yes, we know. You love it. It's so obviously for me, Garrett Cole. Um, oh, wow. Cop out much, dog. I don't often wax poetic, but when I do, it's about my relationship with Garrett Cole. Um, hmm. Again, I don't know. Sadistic, masochistic, uh, Massachusetts. Like, I don't know all the words. Uh, Garrett Cole, I have found myself in this sick cycle of win-win that doesn't make sense. If Garrett Cole shoves, I go, oh, yes, Garrett. Fantastic. It's worth, it's worth all of the money. You're the, you're the ace of the Yankees, dude. You love pitching. Like, what a great job, life. dude. Awesome. I'm happy for you. When Garrett Cole gets hit, I'm also like, oh, boy, dude. Like, this is, you're oh, not boy. supposed to do this. You're going to be mad tonight. Your, your night's ruined. That's how you feel. It's not fully that. It's just Your night's like, ruined. You're probably going to cry later. I'm Jake. And to be real for a moment, because I'm joking a lot. Dude, you're always joking. 2.15 homers. That's like hard to do. <laughs> like, that's tough. Yes. Um, 
So he looked. Can I say this? Yeah. He looked bad. Pitching and his postgame conference is one of the worst he's looked. And can I also say this? Yeah. It's the same thing as standing in right field. Like Tanaka looked bad when they went to London and we right. shrugged it off. Right. This might not matter at all after his next start. Minnesota's London for you. Minnesota is a it's field of dreams. It's London. It's a destination event. Right. Ruko being there is pretty messed up. That is messed up. Like it kind of forces Cole's hand. Yeah. Dude, I think a rise popped him for a homer because he threw him a changeup, which is like his his third pitch or like, you know, not a good pitch. And Arise has only hit I think that was his second homer on the season. Yeah. So I think I, my, Cole gets pretty head casey about that. And like he may have n- never stopped thinking about the Arise homer mm. and the next one's kept happening. But if you were to like ask him his thoughts, he would just be like that guy only had one on the year yeah. and he hit my change up and it's like, "Oh, you're still just on that one." I was trying to get him to hit a fly ball. That was the right pitch. Yeah, I don't, that shouldn't have happened. You know, all my calculations, that shouldn't have happened. I, Dude, but I also, I think that he just didn't have anything. Yeah, I, uh, you know, in a, in a genuine, again, not joking. Um, you know, uh, we were watching the, the replay highlights for a minute after the game ended. Yes, Network was running back. And uh, BBD let out an audible noise on the Larnack homer because... Cole, it's, again, it is rocked. Like, I I had this post-video game homer. Like, you'd be mad at a video game for having those graphics in there. And Cole punches his glove, and he's like, damn, dog. Um, I think he lost his competitive spirit at that point. Okay. And what, I'm not, that's not a joke. Okay, I don't think so. (laughs) He gave up six runs, and he he was like, I just need to eat innings for my team, just throw strikes, you know, trying to get into that mindset Mm. of, like, you know, just need to throw strikes, just keep going. And, um, like, then Larnack, like, tees off on him. He's like, fuck, I can't do that. He's probably heard guys say, like, you know, I know it was already ruined, so I just threw strikes, and it actually worked out better for me. And then he was like, shit. Yeah, I'm just got rocked. Someone just tagged us in a Yes Network clip of Litkey talking and said, "Definitely a cop." I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had you not seen what he looked like post game? I saw what he looked like. Um. I know this is a hot take, but I lean a little more firefighter. I think that's a little more licky. Well, it's just because of the chest, the jacket he has on. Yeah, I think that's, and it's just his persona. Like that dude doesn't run into fires. I mean, if you want him to be like you know around in the fire, you station, don't think Lucas Licky runs into fires? No, man. I don't think he's a great cop either. I think he's too friendly. Yeah, that's why he's not a cop and he's a firefighter. Ah, uh, maybe. They got to deal with stuff, man. Loves to run into fires. I can kind of see that now. But like, and then small, run right back out. Yeah. Just, I saw it. Yeah. It's that way. Yeah. It's under control. I was like, yeah, dude, it's <laughs> been under control. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your Yankee MFR? Um, 
Who'd you take? Oh, that was going to okay. take Cole. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's a good joke by me. It's not bad. Whatever. It's Kiner. Let's keep it rolling. Oh, it's Kiner. It? Let's it? keep it rolling. Why is it? I don't understand. I was at the Rangers game. I'm Jake. My MFers Kiner, and we're gonna keep it rolling. You liked his catch today, though. I did like that catch. Yes, yes. Then why are you yes. giving him your MFer, dude? If I could trade that catch for a ball that would go naturally between his legs, mm. I would take the ball between his legs to be made. Okay. Only starter had a hit today. Yeah, I mean he didn't have a good series offensively. It's glaring when you look at all the stats. Yeah, only guy on the stat page that it really sticks out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, his stats jump out because they kind of look like his stats from the previous years. We can't do it because Yankees fans aren't ready for it because what? they're weird. No, we can't do it. We can't do it. I've never seen a guy get so much leash. Okay, let's move on. Yankees fans are weirding me out. And I text you and Joe's like every night. I don't get it. His numbers and X's numbers are really close. Why does why does Kiner get no hate? And why are do people not say he's that good? Whatever. I can I I have to wait for the public to like join me. Right. Because people are treating him like he's a freshman on the varsity team mm-hmm. and like, but he's trying real hard and and I just like his approach and he'll get better. And it's like that's the 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 it's fre- it's a it's a freshman on the varsity team. That's how he gets treated by Yankees fans. Is they like baby him like like he's squid who just came up, it he's being like six million dollars whatever. It's IKF and we're gonna keep it rolling. I mean, you know, I'm a I'm a Praza Volpe guy. I know you are. I've I've been from the start of the year. Someone said the only thing is that Glaber's defense and shortstop was so bad. I got to wait for people to catch out to me. I don't think it's Glaber bad. It would be in the same tier. Glaber would just I would have it a tier up, but still not a good tier. And Glaber's hitting is five tiers above IKF. He can make better plays than Glaber, but he can botch all the regular ones the same. Right. Total botch job. Yeah. It's regular old awards time. I moved on. Why are you still talking about it, dude? Regular old awards! Because the Glaber's D was way worse, bro. Like, I have montages. People got to catch up. It's It was a tier worse. And you could go to DraftKings. It wasn't. I'll... I'll I'll show you. It's the tier. Again, the high level thing. In uh, the same tier of lower third. They're bad the mistakes. They're bad mistakes. Yeah. Official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. It's the DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers can bet $5 on any team. BBD, name a city in the United States. Cincinnati. Cleveland. Okay. Both of those teams. Play in Ohio and have Major League Baseball teams that you could bet on. And if you bet on them to win, 
You'll get $150 in free bets no matter what. Win or lose, people. Yeah. DraftKings Same Game Parlays. I've got one rolling out tomorrow slash today. It's 12.50 a.m., people. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOMBOY. Bet just $5 and get $150 in free bets no matter what happens on the field. That's promo code JOMBOY at DraftKings Sportsbook and official sports betting partner, Major League Baseball, Mini Major, and they'll be the streets and live season. Those are details. Memory trademark user with permission. I got a burp. Nice. You get to go first. Ooh, John Cassay. Uh, I'll go, I'll do the first award. Yeah, do it. Let's see it. Okay. Jim, I'm going to do the Jealous Gambler Award. Whoa. You're going to get this one. Dude, jealous. Use your what? brain for a minute and you'll get this one. Jealous gambler. I mean, Gallo probably deserves to be talked about, so maybe you're going Gallo. Why would he be a jealous gambler, dude? I don't know what that means, really. Um if you want to give me another line of uh what jealous gambler means, like in what sense you're going, because I can't get to the next step are you it. stressed I mean, out what's going on dude, with i can right maybe now. take a guess if you tell me the second sentence of it i am stressed out man james i the, am stressed out the jealous gambler word because i can't, can't make routine plays every three times he watches one and fucking no one sees it Hello? no one sees it man I've done the math. I've made it every three games. He botches a routine play, and the scorekeepers just don't give him errors. Can I tell you something? Every three games. I've never been happier that IKF's defense stresses you out more than, like, our company and stuff right now because you're kind of right. Dude, it's not his defense. It's people's lack of reacting to it. Jim, I have the best news in the world for you. Okay. The Jealous Gambler Award goes to Joey Gallo. You had it. <laughs> I had it. Shit. <laughs> Shit. It was all over it. <laughs> Jim, why would a gambler be jealous? If they I don't know. That's the fucking part I couldn't get to. If they found out that other gamblers had a good tip. Jim, Joey Gallo sat out the other day. Yeah. When Elvin Rodriguez was tipping his pitches. Ah. He could have racked up his stats. Joey Gallo starts two games this series. He goes two for four in game one with an RBI and a walk. Today, he goes two for five with two homers and three RBI. Joey Gallo had a big old series, 444, 500. I think you could butter knife his stats a little bit to be pretty good recently. And Joey Gallo sitting there saying, damn, man, I would have loved if I got that one tip and I was out there for that. I could have snuck in a couple homers and been hot, hot. Uh, hey, good for Joey. Again, I've said it. Probably every other episode of this season, and I say this, this is a Jakey optimistic take. I don't know how this story ends, dude. But, hey, 
He had a big day today. He had a solid couple games. Right fielder Joey Gallo is, looks a lot better than some of the other Joey Gallos we've seen. Good for you, Joey. Pal Joey. Good for you, pal Joey. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, really good to see. I'm. They did the dance. I don't know how I was going to give the Dosi Do award. I don't know how much longer they can do this dance of not playing in, him in left field because the longer they go on purpose, the more it becomes a thing. Right. Like they purposely played him in right and then sat him the day they stand played in right, knowing Stan was going to come out and right field would be open again. It's not going to compete, comp- continue to happen so perfectly. Uh, as Stan gets more at bats and needs to play every day and judge can't play every day in center field. So if we don't see it against the Cubs, it's a full blown thing. Are you never putting him back there? Because are you just going to try and do this dance until you can trade him as a right fielder? We can't have three right fielders and zero left fielders. (laughs) So I was surprised they didn't do it this series because I do think we're getting really close to it becoming a thing where like you couldn't put Glaber back at second or back at short. I think it already it, is. I think he'll be in left again. Yankee stadium. I don't think, cause otherwise I don't know what you're going to do. Interested to see. You have to, cause if you, if it, cause then you pigeonhole him like, for the postseason, for anything, unless they're just going to try and move them. The only reason you'd keep them in right is because you're trying to move him and trade him, which if he can fetch something because the value goes up, that's great. But if he's part of the postseason roster, he needs to be able to play left field. Unless they brought in a left fielder. Well, I don't know if Stan's going to DH every postseason game. Right. can't have three guys that are outfielders and none of them play left field. Yeah, I mean, if if Judge is center, Gallo's right, and Stanton's DH, it leaves other problems. I, I'm not fully disagreeing. I'm just, I'm just talking it out. It, it's one of those things that it's like if, if Joey Gallo could look like he did the the last week even playing left field it it opens up a lot of other conversations but i i very much believe in the positional stuff that again leads more to more comfortable a, leads oh to i a, think if you don't believe in that you're nuts right he's more yeah. he's more comfortable he's confident but yeah you can't have stan judge and and gallo three outfielders on the team and then say hey can one of you play left and the answer is no right it's not how it it works. Hicks would love it. Guarantees him a start every night. But yeah. so I think they have to go back quick. Otherwise, they're in just causing a problem down the road. Your first award. My first award. I was going to give the Dosi Do because I thought that was a good conversation to have right there. And uh, uh, James, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, the one thing to circle, if it can actually be impactful, is Joey Gallo hit high pitches this series, which he hadn't been able to touch 
Did he? Yeah, a couple of the homers were high and away, which previously he'd been 0 for up there. He struck out on a high fastball too tonight, but he also got some high pitches. So that's the that's that's the note in my head that I think could actually be important if he's fixed that. Yeah, I'm interested because I'm trying to remember his home runs. The second one he clobbered. It was cool. Try and go watch him. I think one was a high changeup tonight, which do with that what you want, and the other was a fastball actually outside the zone, like low and away. So when did he get the high one? Also in that game, it was a high changeup, but it was a high pitch, which. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a little. That's the one I was talking about. That was a little breaker. Yeah, because high fastball. So they, they just went to high fastball after those two at-bats and got him. After two homers, so we'll, we'll see. I mean, yes, you just said he hit the high fastball, but I don't think he did. High pitches. Um, he looks good. And he's a good right fielder, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. I can imagine... It's like trading for Heaney and putting him in the bullpen and being like, have at it. Is that what we did to Gallo? Is that what they did to Gallo? That's how much left field's in his head. Yeah. He's like played left field before and it wasn't a problem. It, it, the whole thing blows my mind. Are his splits even telling? I don't, I mean, I don't think his splits tell a lot of stories right now, but. Yeah, no, they don't. Huh. <laughs> Career. Maybe after today. Oh, man. Your first award. My first award is not the do do It's the Trevor Ploof. Oh, no. No. Hmm. It's our guy. Yeah, so? Yeah, so, yeah, so. Why are you giving it to DJ LeMahieu? Because he's about to beat Trevor Plouffe in home runs. Mm. Trevor Plouffe, our dear friend, 106 career homers. DJ LeMahieu, 100. That's significant, Jake. Significant. It's a lot of home runs. It's a 10-year career. So Trevor will say I did it in less years, and that's badass. But those are, those are some cool milestones. For D.J. LeMahieu. Average baseball career is three years. What is it, like 8% of players play for 10 years? Something like that. Something surprising. I think it's lower than that. I forget. Could be. So, in the grand scheme of things, D.J. LeMahieu has one of the top 8% of baseball careers Ever. So DJ LeMay one hundred home runs. DJ LeMayhew's a guy that we're going to get in fights with our children and grandchildren about how good they were. Um yeah, sure, 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 sure. I know uh you know, war, what is it good for? Absolutely nothing. We use it when we want. Uh DJ LeMayhew is a two war on the season, which basically means he's on path for a six war season, which is a really incredible baseball year. 
Um, and it feels like he hasn't fully gotten going at the plate, and it kind of felt like this series he did a little bit. Uh, Jim, you're our friend, formerly your friend, now our friend, Marley Rivera, tweeted out, and, you know, the traditional beat reporters, they, they don't have to tweet out a lot of stuff that's, like, just not even silly opinion just because they don't have to deal with it. Marley, during the first game, tweeted out, like, it just... It looks like one of those games that you're not going to get DJ LeMayhew out. Um, and he got out once, um, and she tweeted like, ah, oh, I, I had it wrong, but he was three for four with two walks. His numbers on the year, he had a 1-1-7 OPS plus coming into today's game, and it hasn't felt like he's been locked in. In this series, it kind of felt like he has a chance to lock in and be that DJ we know from the previous couple years. So I'm excited. I, I mean, he turns on a homer, and I know there's a lot of ball talk going around baseball right now. Um, if that's a dead ball in early months, I don't know if that gets out of the stadium, but it does. And, hey, uh, I don't know what's going on with that because it's a ridiculous conversation that nobody should have to have if the ball is getting changed in the sport. Uh, but if the balls do get a little more juice, uh, watch for DJ LeMahieu's stats to fly because he's one of the best contact hitters. So if you give him an extra 10, 15 feet, those turn into homers, which make his stats go into Looney Tune land. You a fan of who framed, framed Roger Rabbit? I'm really not. Hmm. I'm really not. Okay. Yeah. I thought because you find cartoons hot that you would be. Okay. It's one rabbit, dude. And speaking of. And everyone thinks that rabbit's hot. I'm just one of the first people to get out in front of it. No, Joe's thinks that all rabbits are hot. I'm going to give, I'm going to get, I'm going to give my award to. Not your turn. It's never been your turn. You just did all the talking. That wasn't your award. We teamed up on that, dude. All right, so you admit that you gave out the award, too. I did not give out the award. I got the assist. You scored the goal. Hockey. Hockey. I'm giving out the what the H, man, award. What the H. Man, Clark Schmidt? No. No. Admit he could admit he could have got it. it. It could go to him. Uh, you misread the whole situation, so I'm not gonna admit that. Admit it. Cause that wouldn't be Clark's thing to say. He'd be like, damn. Um the what the H Man Award goes to Matt Carpenter. <laughs> Who didn't play this series? Um, and Matt Carpenter's stats on the year are 263 batting average, 417 on base, and 895 slugging in a 131 OPS. Uh, which again, it's eight games, it's 24 at bats. I, I realize that's not real life, but that's also real life. Like Matt Carpenter joined the team, we needed him. Oh, you're batting like six, dog. 
you you were toiling in the minors. You changed your swing. You've got a really good career behind you. You got that lefty swing we love for the porch. Dude doesn't get an AB in Minnesota. It's a little I, messed up. He's like, what? I the already age, didn't man? even show up. What did you just say? <laughs> I heard he wasn't even there. He sent a look alike. <laughs> Can I ask where you heard that? BBD's Twitter. <laughs> Conspiracy. Dude, they were like, hey, Matt, when we go to Minnesota, it's kind of like fake. It's in a knuckleballer for three days. Mm. And it can, if you're not used to it, it can just really throw you off your game. So we're just going to sit you out. We don't want your swing to get messed up at all. I mean, I might go and... I might be going opposite where Carpenter's looking at Gallo and Hicks like, yo, if you don't, if you guys gave me at bats, I'd have like four homers right now. Maybe. That's life. When would the, the, they couldn't even have used him. I mean, they could have started him, but they got a lot of guys back now and they got to ease JD and Stan in. And Stan had a DH because Gallo had to play right field. So it's just it's it's tough and it's the weird path of baseball that Matt Carpenter came in and we're like this is badass like he's kind of a lock for the postseason <laughs> he didn't get to play in Minnesota he didn't want to I get it he sent a replacement is what you told me I read that it was a lookalike your final award the prestigious fi final award my final award, last licks, is licked your mom's foot when you were curious and eight years old. No, I didn't. Take it back. <laughs> <laughs> That's something you're gonna have to take back. <laughs> I didn't mean that, man. I take okay. that back. <laughs> oh, there that. you are, Pan the Man. Oh, award. <laughs> We stand up when the show's over? Is that the other one? That's the other one. Okay. What's the award? Oh, there you are, Peter. <laughs> Dog, it's like the fourth time I've given out this award. You've been giving this award out so much. Yeah. <sighs> it works a lot. And it's a great scene in the movie Hook. I had to explain to someone the other day about thud butt in hook and how he rolls down the pirate ship like a human cannonball and how that's how I picture Alejandro Kirk scoring sometimes. You know, hook and who frames Robert Roger rabbit were Robert Raget. Roger rabbit were popular movies in one of the houses I frequented growing up. Um, I don't know, dude. You're going Wandy or something? I have no idea. No, Mike King. He looked nasty. Yeah. He looked like, like early Mike King. So it was nice to see that again. Mike King. Mike King. So he gets the award. 
Other things to talk about is that the bullpen was good besides Clark, and these are not the names you're thinking about when you think of the bullpen being good. So that's pretty cool. Clay Holmes is nasty. I like how Donaldson plays third base. I like how Rizzo plays first base. I don't know. Three straight, and we, you know, we could go back in the archives. Three straight, one inning, zero hit, zero walk performances for Michael King. One inning. So we talked about, are they going to change his role? Full-blown, yeah, dog. Oh, well, I mean, he's our eight and King's our nine right now. Zach's naturally sad. What did he say? It's okay. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about? I don't know. I know you're putting a lot of stock in this series, but these Minnesota series don't seem like real to me. Nah, it's a little bit of a circus. They really don't. I mean, making a lot of jokes. I almost put stock in nothing this series. Yeah. Oh, the what the, the stock I put in is like, it can means something. If Cole has another bad start, it means something. If if Hicks and Gallo go back to not hitting, it means something, you know. But if not, I mean, in like the next three or four, you know, the next time we see him, like it really is just like, well, that was a blip. Yeah. Next series counts double. Counts for both. Yeah, the Cubs at home. I don't know what we're going to get there. Could also not feel real. We don't play the Cubs a lot. I know that's what I was thinking, uh, and and I was thinking, you know, it's it, off day, uh, tornado in Minnesota, mm. off day, a weird Cubs series that like. I don't think they're going to be getting up for this Cubs series. To How be about honest. this? Marinaccio and Banuelos both deserve a little love for two. Two clean innings, and does that have a ripple effect to how the bullpen was used today? Give them a shout-out. Manuel and Ron. Two friends. Um, anyone else not really? Rizzo was involved. Just running. Got thrown out at second. Yeah. Marwin didn't play. Nope, you got the carpenter treatment. Trevino's just like good. Yeah, I was gonna try and give him an award. I feel like we've talked about it, but I mean, in his two starts, he got a hit, a piece, three seventy-five on base. Like, it's a little odd, man. Stanton hit kind of an iconic home run for him, like the staring into the sun. That's that's like gonna be in Stan's highlight reels. Um, and then he kind of got the walk treatment for most of the rest of the series, three walks. Um. Yeah, that's kind of all I got, dude. All right. Well, that's it. They play the Cubs. Who are the starting pitchers? Monty, Sevy, or Sevy, then Monty, then Sevy, Sevy Monty, Tyone. And who's pitching for the Cubs? Wade Keegan. Miley, Matt Swarmer, and Sunday Marcus Stroman. At the stadium. At the stadium. Buckle up. 
you we'll look, be busy. Do that face again. You look like a Guess Who character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sesame Street, like, angry guy that has, like, a newspaper. I'm watching that. That's the end of the show. Thank you guys very much for listening and tuning in. We appreciate you. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs> <laughs>